always been a fan of that. That might be a paradise all in itself. Hanging out there, dropping a deucer, chowing down on a big old footlong. Ah, yeah. Talking heaven here, people. Heaven for some, not for all. But uh, that's just the way it is these days. Going solo tonight, I guess. Dude Man Mike is on uh, the docket just to listen. That's what he's in for. Uh, He's all for it. I'm assuming that he lost his microphone between the other day and today. Typically, he misplaces all the cables, the microphone itself. Uh, He may not even know where his phone is right now. I'm still supporting the idea that he is uh, eating a giant foot-long sub sandwich, uh, most likely from Subway. That would kind of... You know, that would make sense then as to why he would need to be sitting on said toilet while eating a sandwich. If the sandwich itself is from Subway, you got about 10, maybe 12 minutes. Uh, But right before, you know, it slides right through and goes out the other end. I'm pretty sure that's uh, essentially what he's doing right now. Um, He's uh, unable to... Tune in, I guess, for some strange reason. That's kind of the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Never been turned down by the dude, man, Mike. Uh, could always restart another time, I guess. Maybe. I don't know uh, how that works. Um, usually we uh, go at it two ways. Uh, I'll present a clip. Dude, man, Mike will uh, go ahead and he'll essentially... Uh, what is he... Calling in now? I don't even know what's going on here. This doesn't even make sense. <coughs> Hello? Oh, there he is. All right, man. Dude, you don't know how to text the guy back? Jesus Christ. I did text you back. Nah, dude. He said, what time do you want to start? I said, I'm good whenever. Then an hour later. Dude. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I set the show for uh, 4.45. You don't look at the, at the uh, schedule? You didn't respond to my time. I'm waiting for you to give me a time. Oh, I thought you look at the uh, the schedule on the, on the Podbean. Frank, I can't be bothered to look. Sorry, I was literally sprinting home and then putting together an hour's <laughs> worth of clips. Two hours' worth of clips, actually. Uh, didn't realize I didn't, you know, schedule the show and, you know, put it out on the... Uh, Podbean universe. <sighs> Typically, everyone Frank. checks it out. Uh, we always start between 4.30 and 4.45. I set it for 4.45. Uh, I texted you, dude, at 4.43, and then I said, pooping or sleeping, and you never <laughs> responded. <laughs> yeah, I was sleeping. You were sleeping. Yeah, you caught me sleeping. Caught you sleeping. Oh, so you're sleep. taking it out on me then on the back end, I see. Why, you should have given me a little bit of a heads up. Would have been nice, all I'm saying. I thought I did by uh, asking you (laughs) one hour to the exact moment at 3.45. (laughs) What time can you dude, man? One hour. As in typically, typically we do this, you know, in the next hour. I'm going to give you the grace period because I want to throw this out there. Last Tuesday, uh, Mike's head almost exploded because he couldn't get his uh, technical area put together in time for the 4.30 time slot I had slated. So I Mm. gave us some grace 
time, and I decided let's do 445 instead of the 430. Uh, and apparently when I texted you, what time can you do, man? As in, will you be ready for the scheduled 445 that you could see on Podbean as in, as if, you know, or, you know, everybody else can see it. No, 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 no. It's, uh, wasn't enough time, I guess. It's expecting more of a, you know, it could have been a little more clear is all I'm saying. A little bit of communication. I guess doing this 200 times, uh, <laughs> Three times a week. Three times a week. Two hundred times. Not enough to set a rhythm, some sort of routine in your mind and your schedule. Nothing. We'll wait for three hundred. Maybe at three hundred times, we'll give it. We'll give it another hundred. Another hundred shows. Potentially, you will uh, see uh, where we're at. Here's the time to give it to the groove. Settle in. I guess so. Well, uh, I'm glad we woke up Mike. He's back with us. Uh, He's out of his daytime slumber. Uh, Lucky you, man, to be able to afford an hour of napping within the day. You are a wealthy Uh, man, my friend. Man, yeah, I'm so excited. I got off early today, only worked six hours. It's great. Six hours, and you napped, and you gave me shit for giving you an hour warning Uh, to be prepared for the show. I never heard of this before. You ever heard of a nooner or sooner? Uh, I believe that refers to when you're banging. <laughs> never heard of the banging. Yeah, the nooner is for uh, getting down and dirty with the lady or the fella if you are a lady. See what I'm saying? Or uh, the lady if you're a lady. Or all right, we'll go. To, there's too many paths to go down there. Okay, but uh, I yeah, gotcha, we'll I gotcha. I never heard of that. The nooner. Yeah. I'm down with a good nooner. Uh, they don't happen often enough. Not gonna lie, but they're they're fun what? when they do. Everybody was saying nooner or sooner. What the fuck is that? That must be s- all... something for the naps. Then I don't know. Well, the the whole thing is get done as soon as you can because you're getting paid for the full eight. So uh, we want to get out of here before noon. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're rested. That's all, you know, we want our plumbers out there to be well-rested. You don't want them showing up groggy and pissed off, right? No, they're still going to be groggy and pissed off. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, it seems no matter how much you slumber, you're still going to roll down the groggy, uh, (laughs) pissed off. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, sounds like things are doing uh, really laid back and easy there in Chi-Town. I'm happy for you. That's good stuff. Yeah, go pretty good. How's Colorado? Colorado's all right. I uh, had to scare away a fox in the backyard the other day. Did I talk about that on the show on Tuesday? I don't think I did. I don't think so. I think it was after the show on Tuesday, actually. I let the cats out for a little bit. Uh, We were hanging out, and uh, I heard, like, a ruckus, and I turned and looked towards my garden area, and there was a full-size, massive Fox. I usually see the little ones running around like 5.30 in the morning. They're, uh, you know, you, they'll sprint across the street and what have you, kind of by the schools and the open area uh, near the house by the lake. But this time, this sucker, I'm saying this guy was like the size of a husky. He <laughs> was enormous. I've never seen a fox this big. And he, you know my fence. I got these tall wooden 
enclosed fenced yard and uh, six foot six foot. Yeah, this guy, he leaped over into my yard and just kind of. I think he was shocked to see me standing there. You know what I mean? Uh, my neighbor has chickens. I think he was kind of on the hunt for the chickens and was kind of making his way there. Leaped the fence, made eye contact with me. One of my cats started like running after this enormous, <laughs> you know, massive fox beast thing. Uh, the dude just kind of uh, sat for a second. And then I got to say three strides. If that was at the end of the yard and in one leap, just like nearly cleared the fence. I think his back legs had to like scuffle up the top part of the wooden fence. Yeah. And he was gone. Off to find the hound. Oh, Fox and the Hound. What a great movie. (laughs) Yeah, great, great movie. Hopefully they don't redo that. You know, the fox will be trans and uh, the hounds will be like a... (laughs) Hound will have lesbian parents. Well, the only one person they can play the fox, <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> Did you see this shit with the Cleopatra movie? <laughs> uh, if anyone hasn't seen it, um, Jada Pinkett Smith produced this uh, series where they do, you know, their take, the modern take on history, i.e., as in you know, woke, woke history. And so in this woke version of history, Cleopatra is black. And we talked about it a while back where even Egypt denounced the movie and Netflix. They, you know, they're like, we do not support this. Uh, she was Greek. She, she was, was Greek. fucking Greek. Yes. Historically, uh, she was part of a certain era where they were, you know, it was a you know, majority Greek going on in Egypt and, uh, and Greek Roman, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I don't I don't think there was much, you know, southern African going on in there. But um so I think it's rated 13% Rotten Tomato audience score is something around like 1% if I'm not mistaken. And Jada Pinkett Smith came out and defended it because as in like a what is it the white supremacists out there are just downgrading it. Yeah, no bitch, you just made a bad movie. 13% of the critics. That means not even the people who are all about the woke bullshit. They didn't even like it. There's got to be more than 13% black critics out there. Huh? You know, especially with the yeah. modern, the way we've been hiring uh, people lately. You know, take Good a look call. at, watch any news now. All right. Are there any more white reporters? I don't <laughs> think so. They're, they're Listen, on- I'm going to call it a win that Cleopatra was still a woman. Yeah, well, I haven't seen the show. Wait till they reveal her dick in season two. <laughs> when she comes untucked. <laughs> That's right. Cleopatra untucked, dude. <laughs> it's supposed to be a documentary. I don't know if you're uh, familiar with this uh, series that Jada... It's a docu-series. Docu-series. Sorry. What does that even mean, then? I'm a total idiot. I thought it was a documentary uh, yeah. series. Docu-series? I thought you... If you're a docu-series, do you not have to have... Some relevance in history? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. They really had nobody on set that knew anything about history. I can imagine they had uh, Abram X. Kendi. <laughs> You're psycho, dude. <laughs> and uh, I think I saw somewhere. Uh, uh, they were wrong because Cleopatra <laughs> was 
black. <laughs> I think I saw uh, Joy Ann Reed was there for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> MSNBC, kind of strange. Uh, she's a racist. That's why I said it. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, it's really funny that this um, series or whatever it is, docu-series, bombed. I'm happy, man. Honestly, like I, I'm really not down with uh, this woke takeover of entertainment. I, f- you know, we've been ragging on it for a long time. They ruined some of the best franchises out there. Uh, there's nothing original being made anymore. And on top of it, man, dude, the fucking writer strike still going on. Does anybody does anybody realize it yet? Does anybody uh, know? Did anybody notice? Still, nobody nobody is noticing. Uh, I think I just watched cares. an episode of Colbert yesterday. I, I swear to God, it was the same thing. <laughs> well, I didn't even <laughs> if, I didn't even notice that it wasn't new. <laughs> if he was talking about uh, January sixth, then it, it probably could have been uh, right on the money, dude. I don't know if you were following today the FBI interrogations of the or the uh, it was the House interrogations of the FBI whistleblowers. Did you see this action? No. You did not. What were you doing, dude? You were napping. That's I right. Was napping. While you were Sleeping napping. On the job. I can't believe you missed this historical moment. <laughs> um I am sure this will be swept under the rug. Nobody will ever talk about it ever again. Uh even though with when it comes to, you know, mega extremists and uh horned guy, we'll talk about Jan sixth. You know, all day and all night. But you know, if it's Ray Epps or anything to do with the Feds, yeah, folks, we got to move on. All right, we've talked enough. Jan sixth. Okay, that's pretty much how it goes. Uh, Matt Gates, I caught today interviewing uh, a whistleblower from the FBI, detailing some interesting information to come out of what happened, or let me just say what we didn't see from the footage of Jan sixth. Uh, And Mr. Allen, is it your belief that you were retaliated against because you shared an email that questioned the truthfulness of FBI Director Christopher Wray? Yes, sir. And you believed that he wasn't truthful based on testimony he'd given to the United States Senate, isn't that right? Yes, sir. And in that testimony to the Senate, you believe that Christopher Wray indicated that there were no confidential informants and no uh, FBI assets that were present at the Capitol on January 6th that were part of the violent riot. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Please play the video. We're, we're now going to hear from George Hill, who worked at the Boston field office. The SSA in Boston said they were going to a political rally, which is First Amendment protected activity. No, we're not uploading. We're not starting cases on these people. To which they said, well, we're going to call your SAC and... The SSA said, go right ahead, because when you're pushing back, you know, you want to make sure that you have your your six covered. So the SAC and the ASAC were intimately aware of these kinds of exchanges that were going on. And again, to his credit, um, Joe Bonavolanta said, no, we're not opening up cases on people who went to a rally. And I forgot a key part. The SSA for CT2 said, happy to do it. Show us where they were inside the Capitol, and we'll look into it. To which WFO said, we can't show you those videos unless you can tell us the exact time and place those individuals were inside the Capitol. To which the SSA responded back, and I was privy to these conversations firsthand. Why can't you show us 
why can't you just send us the, give us access to the 11,000 hours of video of this exam that's available? Because there may be, may be UCs, undercover officers, or CHSs, confidential human for confidential human sources on those videos whose identity we need to protect. Yeah, man. Oh, we shit. didn't see hours upon hours of the footage from Jan 6th because it would show the undercover agents inside the Capitol on Jan 6th, which I've been, <laughs> we have been joking about for months now that the real footage of Jan 6th is everyone turning around saying freeze on each other and it's all the different <laughs> alphabet agencies, you know, just arresting each other. It's fucking hilarious, man. NSA, CIA, FBI, they're just like, you could just totally see it, dude. Every alphabet agency was involved in this, and inside the Capitol, outside the Capitol, you had Ray Epps. It's just so obvious at this point. Look at the Proud Boys. That Tario fellow was an informant for the FBI. Every person involved minus two guys in each group was an informant <laughs> of some sort. Like, it, it was just, it was all feds. And then a couple of just losers. I, I try to find you the clip. It's not even a joke. Literally, the FBI did some like eight month undercover sting to arrest this drug dealer. They took out him and his whole clan, who turned out to be DEA. Yeah, man. <laughs> We're doing an undercover sting on these drug dealers, <laughs> who turned out to be FBI. Yes. We're so stupid. You know I don't think people realize. <laughs> well, I don't think the public understands that the FBI, the CIA, they're not on the same team. Well, unless I... they're trying to kidnap the governor. <laughs> oh, that's right. Then they're all in the group, except for the two losers. <laughs> except for the two, two hillbillies that got swept <laughs> up in it. <laughs> no, I, I think there's a little bit of a warring element here to the uh, alphabet agencies and people vying for information and you know an edge on one over the other and I, dude who knows where the spying can go man i you've heard me bring it up before there's these clips of people with these like you know joe biden scratching his neck and then the mask doesn't move back you could just see the latex <laughs> mask just stuck oh, there yeah, and like there's oh dude there's uh, i watched this uh quick clip it was probably a tiktok it was um russian state tv and uh this guy was pulling on this lady's mask that she was wearing and it was just super real it looked like he was just moving her face around uh the technology's out there man i mean there's you know i, I could i could see there being so many different elements of spying you know, like when i think of the spying now i think that it's Mission Impossible. Times James Bond, and then sprinkle in Naked Gun. Not at all. Yeah, not, well, did you follow where the pathway I went there? <laughs> See what I'm saying? You got, you got the smart, you got the flashy action, uh, then you got the, uh, the stupid. Yeah, no, it's mostly stupid. You really think it's mostly stupid, actually? Yeah, well, I think it's gotten, not, not even stupid, I think it's just gotten lazy.
All right. Oh, I'm just saying, man. Uh, I'm thinking we just have so many different agencies and so many different levels infiltrating uh, so many different places. The biggest problem is we have all these agencies, all these intelligence agencies, all these like department. You know, we have all these people, and they're looking for the wrong thing. We don't need you guys going after January 6th rioters. You know what I mean? We don't need you guys fabricating plans to kidnap the governor and then arresting two idiots that got swept up in that, you know? That's right. But but this administration and even during Trump, like, they spent all that time telling you that the biggest threat is white supremacists. Yeah, man. Was, was domestic terrorists, oh, white yeah. terrorists. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah, now you gotta find them. That's right. Oh, you're saying you need to produce them one way or the other. Yeah, well, that's the biggest problem. Yeah, now you gotta find them to keep the narrative going. That's why randomly fucking Patriot Front shows up out of nowhere the other day. Did you see these jabronis in their khaki pants? You didn't see it, dude? Nobody did. Nobody talked about it. I couldn't find a clip about it. You remember, like, the beginnings of Patriot Front? It would be all over World News Tonight and Nightly News. Those are the guys in the U-Haul? The U-Haul boys, man. Yeah, Yeah. dude. It's the feds, man. So they had a march, like, this past weekend. Uh, Same regalia, the blue shirts, the khaki pants, the boots, the white face mask things. They... You couldn't look more like federal agents. Like, that's the same <laughs> uniform for the FBI. Like, if you've seen pictures of the FBI, the only difference is they didn't have the words F, the letters FBI painted on the back <laughs> of the shirts. It's the same color scheme. It's so absurd. And they did this, like, insane march on D.C., and there are more journalists than probably Patriot Front uh, participants. And here's what got me. Well, here's what gets me first, number one. You and I love to make fun of it, and you didn't even hear about it, right? It, it entered no mainstream whatsoever. So they had to bury it because it was a dud, a massive turd, all right? Uh, number two, I was thinking, speaking of turds, uh, you see these Patriot Front guys? No Antifa, man. No counter-protesters, no people that are anti-MAGA, you don't have the blue hair showing well, they up. Were, they weren't there, Frank. It was just the MAGA crowd. Yeah, but whenever you have MAGA crowd, you always have counter-MAGA crowd. But every time there's Patriot Front, no counter-MAGA crowd. It's not MAGA. Oh, you're saying it's, a, it's the same guys. It's the they same guys, the yeah. Uniform. They're like, well, tonight, guys, we're not going to be Antifa today. Let's put on the Fed uniforms and be Patriot Front. Let's do this. <laughs> Everybody you think in the there's U-Haul. always the one idiot that comes in the wrong uniform. Like <laughs> Jerry. He's got the black. You're doing it black. <laughs> <laughs> You're being docked for today. Go home. Get your schedule straight. <laughs> you know, there's always that guy that messes it up. <laughs> comes to the Antifa thing wearing his khaki pants. Like, dude. <laughs> Yo, Jerry, get your shit together, man. Oh, it's bi-weekly. Sorry, dude. I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> it's true, though. You see these guys, you don't see the counter MAGA, right? You don't have the the fat freaks <laughs> with the blue hair out there, you know? You don't know what gender Boss, they I are. I mixed up my bags. Is it okay if I do blue shirt with the black jeans? <laughs> <laughs> forgot the khakis. 
<laughs> I just, I love Patriot Front. I'm always so excited about it when they show up at the U-Haul. They always do the U-Haul. They marched from D.C. And then you got to check out the footage if you got the time. It's pretty bizarre stuff. People, there were people out there following these dudes. They marched from D.C., uh, you know, from like the Capitol or whatever, and they had a full-on police escort, and then they made their way into like a subway and just like marched down the steps, and nobody could follow them. And then they allegedly, allegedly, disappeared into several U-hauls and drove off into the sunset. Would have been better to go into a subway sandwich place. No, because then they end up like in your predicament <laughs> at the beginning of the show here, where you're eating a sandwich while on the toilet. <laughs> I don't know if you caught earlier, you were having technical issues. I, I blamed it on eating a Subway sandwich while sitting on the toilet. Mm. Because it's the only way you can enjoy Subway, truly, uh, is if you can... Well, without fear yeah, that's of shitting your pants. Well, and we all know, after 30, you can never trust a fart. So, <laughs> and especially after you've eaten some Subway. So, I mean, you might as well just eat that Subway on the toilet. That's where I'm I'm only I'm basing this on my subway experience from 15 years ago where I ate subway and then 10 minutes later I had to just like sprint to a bathroom and I couldn't find one and none of the gas stations would let me in and I had to buy something and then I'm practically squirting in my pants. It was the last time I ate subway. Yeah, yeah dude, I don't know how they do it, but that shit when you it's the same thing with Jimmy John's. It's the bread. It's like te- it's, it's 10 minutes and bread. you have <laughs> dude, it's, it's the shit in the it's bread, It's not like, man. maybe I wait till I get home. <laughs> no, dude. It's hitting you right then and there. <laughs> <laughs> get out of my way. There is liquid that cannot be held back right now. Well, you ever go into a subway, there's the line getting the sandwiches, but the longer line is into the bathroom, right? <laughs> <laughs> Most so people... The poor janitor just sitting there with the mop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just hand people a plunger as you go out of the... You know, there you go. Just take it yourself. <laughs> or just an extra loaf of bread. Soak up the water with this. <laughs> I like the idea of a Subway sandwich coming with your own roll of toilet paper. Like, on the house, fella. <laughs> it's compliments. You're going to use it. The whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> hey, I don't think I need the whole thing. Trust me. Trust me. We've seen many a brave souls leave without their roll of toilet paper. That's right, man, which is why I think it's the only way you could explain the insanity behind the hot pursuit that took place over this, what, two days ago? Yesterday? Was it last night? I can't remember. Time moves so fast, Mike. It's the only thing anybody's been talking about. Uh, It's paparazzi, baby. It's Harry. It's Megan. They were flying home because they just ate Subway and they were shitting their pants. That's the only theory <laughs> I have. Do you know what I'm talking about, my man? I heard very little about this, and I, I can't believe it's a thing. Folks, get that bar- banaka ready. <laughs> Comb your <laughs> oh, hair, please. Dave? Quaff that hair, please. <laughs> <laughs> Fix that dippity doo I could only pick the one and only to give us... Uh, maybe one of my he top three. He loves the Royals. Oh, he loves them. He, he loves, loves the, Royals. the Royals, dude. But wait till you hear how they describe this scenario. 
We do begin tonight with New York City's mayor and the To be the fair, NYPD. he is a gay man. Gay men yeah, no, love I, the Royals. I don't know. I, I don't why. blame him. Well, they like the pomp and you know all the the show and the dressing and the flowers and the big hats and you know I the guess. gold and the come on, you know, it's all the the decorations and it's fabulous, right? Gay dudes love <laughs> fabulous. Anything fabulous? I guess. There's a lot of fabulous involved with the royal stuff, right? And the tabloids, gossip. I mean, we're talking about it. We love it. I love it. I hate it. I I love fabulous. I hate these people. Well, here we go. We're going to hate. Weighing in after a dangerous (laughs) scene here in New York City. Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan report. Just, I want to remind everyone, we're talking New York City where businesses are fleeing because of the crime. (laughs) The crime. Like, people are being murdered and robbed. They can't keep stores open because they're just stealing everything, right? The kids can't read. But but brace yourselves, please. I I hope, uh, speaking of kids, uh, cover the ears of children. This is a dangerous and violent and frightening scenario. Seen here in New York City. Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan reporting a harrowing encounter with paparazzi. A spokesperson for the couple saying it was a quote, near catastrophic car chase. With photographers <laughs> oh my in quote, God. relentless pursuit. A harrowing Prince experience. Meghan and Meghan's mother in the car, paparazzi reportedly driving on sidewalks and the wrong way down one way streets. Meghan was here to receive oh an God. honor at the Ms. Foundation Awards ceremony. And after they left, the crush of photographers and the mayor tonight urging everyone. To remember how Princess Diana died after driving her <laughs> security detail flanked a cab, hoping to elude those who were following. Well, tonight here the NYPD on this as well, and Prince Harry and what he's warned before about his very real fears. <laughs> NYPD is on this. Like, don't you guys have? Aren't you defunded and, and like stretched so thin you can't like solve murders and rapes? The fuck. The whole- the whole story, though, the idea that you had to, you got out of the car and then jumped into a cab to throw him off your tail. You trying to avoid the chopper? I mean, <laughs> what was going on here? <laughs> Quick in the tunnel, switch cars, and they don't know which one I am when I come out. Which taxi is it? Oh my God, it's a Sia taxi. Where's Bruce Willis? <laughs> what is going on? No, this is why I love this story, dude. It's the most fake bullshit non-story of the year, man. You had, you had a high-speed chase in the middle of the afternoon in New York City. Yeah. That high-speed chase topped off at 23 miles per hour. Do you know what this is? This is Meghan Merkel saying to Harry that, uh, you know... I wasn't as big a deal as I should have been at your father's coronation, so now we must make ourselves a big deal. Nobody <laughs> has talked about us in three months. Have you seen so the downloads must, on our so TV must, show? <laughs> we got to go out there and talk. We got to make a whole like scene about how we don't want to be seen. Yes, and yes, yes. And also, on top of it, let's bring up your mom, Harry. You know that'll strike a few chords. Oh, that's why he's the victim. That's why he's so distraught. This is why it's such a hard life. Shameless and disgusting. Only an act I could expect from a spare. (laughs) That's a very spare move there, buddy. (laughs) Your brother wouldn't do that. That's right. And maybe your getaway car would have moved a little faster if you had jettisoned the spare. Lose a little weight from down below. You get a little more lift. 
Good call. You know what? If I were Harry, I would probably throw that extra baggage out the fucking car. You know what I'm talking about there. Somebody there's coming with a lot of it. I'm telling you, man. This whole thing reeks of ridiculousness, and I'm all for it. After watching his own mother die after a reckless chase, ABC's Trevor Alt leading us off here in New York. Okay, and this is where the dialogue, the words, man, they're so juicy. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex, along with Meghan's mother, Doria Ragland, arrived at the Women of Vision Awards in New York City last night to a swarm of flashing cameras. It was Harry's first public appearance since the coronation. But their exit took a dangerous turn, according to a spokesperson who says they were involved in a near catastrophic car chase at the hands of a ring of highly aggressive paparazzi. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, dude. Get the fuck out of A here. A ring of highly aggressive paparazzi. Dude, is this is this the Foot Clan from Ninja Turtles? Like, what are we talking about here? What were they trying to accomplish? This is fucking hilarious, man. I fucking love this. That's all I got, by the way. I cut it there. This clip goes on for like five minutes. They the detail they every moment, it. every left turn. They interview, I shit you not, they interviewed the taxi cab driver that they jumped into, and he describes every moment, them, you know, leading into the car, the chase, you know, everything. It's so, so ridiculous, so stupid, so absurd. Why, why? Did they come up with the story? Must be a distraction, my man, right? Did the banks, uh, what bank closed yesterday? Uh, are we out of money? Did the dollar collapse? What happened, dude? Because there must have been some, I know. something crazy Was Kato in the backseat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying here, I think it's kind of funny that we had all day these FBI whistleblowers uh, just, you know, revealing a lot of, Shocking information. Uh, we did the Jan 6 thing only because I find that to be absurd and hilarious. The fact that they, you know, we talk about Jan 6 for two years nonstop. We got two seasons of the Jan 6 committee, but we never get to look at a bunch of footage because there's a bunch of feds in there. Okay. You know, like, yeah, well, like, uh, reveal their identity. On top of that, there was a lot of information that came out uh, through these hearings about just, you know, the involvement of these agencies. Uh, in everyday people, how much they're spying on folks, how much they're, you know, pushing everyday dudes to, I don't know, go through with a plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer, 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 Gretchen, Whitmer, Gretchen, 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 Whitmer. I can never say her name. And so, like, I, I just, uh, it's, it's pretty funny that, you know, oh, a lot of shocking information about these alphabet agencies coming out today. Kind of a flood of information, if you will. And uh, everybody's going to be talking about Prince Harry and Meghan. It was all over. It was yeah. in everything. I saw like three different versions of this on GMA this morning. Yeah, all those like mainstream guys are going to talk about it. It's a, it's a massive distraction. I guess even the podcasters did too. What do you mean? We just covered it for 10 minutes. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I feel great. I hate Harry. <laughs> I hate these people. He... I really wish they would do what they say they want and go away. Well, like, nobody wants you to go away more than everybody. <laughs> like, well, can't you go away, go away to we Canada? We want you to go away. Go to Canada, you know, uh, maybe the more, go to, like, Toronto. All right? Like, get out of here. We don't want you yeah. I can't stand these people. You're right. Uh, Harry, go disappear um, with a dashiki guy. Remember dashiki guy from Tennessee? Dashiki guy. 
That wow. guy disappeared, huh? <laughs> Whoa, is he still Rocket Man? Dashiki Fro Man? Yes, dude, that guy was a <laughs> yeah. fucking man. Everybody remembers Dashiki Man from uh, the Tennessee House of Representatives or the Senate. I can't remember which one. He was. He, he was, was one- publicly lynched. He was publicly by publicly lynched. I mean, he was fired for like two days. For two days, brought him back in. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, what a hoopla that was. Everyone was going crazy for that dude. He was Oh, they got to go to the White House. He got invited to the White House. (laughs) That dude was interviewed on every channel for five, seven, eight days. It was incredible, man. And then all of a sudden, uh, I I imagine he no longer wears the dashiki. He probably trimmed his hair down because it's summertime. And uh, he's, you know, no more fists in the air and, uh, you know, putting on riots inside the the, uh, their commons there. Right? It's really weird that they're not talking about that Nashville shooting anymore, and they're, they're, uh, the courts have sealed everything. You, you're not going to be able to see the manifesto. Oh, I see. That's crazy. I was just going to ask you, was that which trainee shooter was that one? <laughs> and I'm not being, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be like uh, outrageous or anything. It, the truth is, there was probably what three or four shootings in a row. There, one was here in yeah. Colorado. There was an two. There was that one, and then the church, or I'm sorry, the the Christian school one. I think that was the Christian school. That was the with Christian the, school one? Yeah, with the chick, with the video of the cops going in. That's right, yeah. Yeah. So and yeah. The, I think that's the one where uh, they were like, we're not going to release the manifesto, but you're going to have to go ahead and take our word on it. There is a part in there where she does say, she did this to prove how easy it is for mentally ill people to get guns. <laughs> wow. Is that your your assumption? Presumption? Uh dude, I I have a feeling what's in there is a lot of very specific dire- you know directed hate towards a very specific group of people and it would come across as um a hate crime. Oh, absolutely. Dude, Ben Shapiro today talked about in, uh, I forgot where, but two black guys just went out and decided they were going to kill a white guy, and they shot some 60-year-old white man who was just installing a mailbox at somebody's house. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, Words are powerful. Language, uh, you know, carries a lot of meaning, and when you repeat ideas over and over again to you know, generation after generation, and you increase the volume on these messages, then uh, this woke indoctrination, the critical race theory, the idea that every, you know, all white people are inherently, you know, supremacists and need to be taken out because they are what's wrong with society. society, You're going to get people who are going to act violently on these folks. And that's what we're seeing uh, take place in real time. Uh, The Nashville shooting with that, uh, lady fella and the manifesto again i still have to believe that there is a tremendous amount of hate in that manifesto directed towards christian people white people uh straight people uh new people with nuclear family normal nuclear families you know like we used to have for ever you know <laughs> like yeah. up until the last 5 years uh it just for a few thousand years there was a lot of rage directed towards what we used to call normal folks. And so all of a sudden, crazy uh, chick shows up, thinks she's a dude, packing heat, 
shoots up a Christian school, kills a few kids, uh, and you got Afro uh, Dashiki man, uh, you know, staging this whole thing to stop the gun violence. Uh, after a while, people start to think or connect a lot of it together. I I, I believe, and and maybe start you know, start to feel like. Seems like your language and the words you guys have been using and repeating over and over again for the last ten years is having is manifesting itself physically in reality now. Yeah, yeah. and we're it's seeing it. Yeah, it's, it's having huge consequences, man. On the flip side, people cannot seem to like understand or comprehend why there are states in this country that are enacting bills and passing laws to try and just cool the dialogue, man, and maybe even not expose the people that are young to so much extreme language and, and language that is meant for adults. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it seems like the, these Republican places now are. And conservative places are have had enough, and they're putting their foot down, and they're deciding, look, we got to draw the line with the kids because you do the, you indoctrinate the kids long enough with these messages, they get violent or they get crazy, they lose their minds, they find that they have no place in society. Uh, well, we're raising when it comes generations, to kids, like man. You only got one shot. You yes. don't get a redo on raising them. Absolutely. So you fuck up this generation with this nonsense. That's it. Now you got a fucked up generation. I have a feeling you combine uh, the COVID lockdowns with woke ideology and the CRT bullshit. We have maybe two to three fucked up generations coming down the pipe. <laughs> yeah. So for yeah. us millennials, I hate to say it, we got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> Seriously, move to Texas. Between the boomers above us and uh, whatever's below us, we're screwed, man. <laughs> it's time to flee. Where do you go? I hear there's property for a dollar in Italy. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> uh, anyways, <clears throat> this stuff is having serious consequences, and that's why... Do you have to be greasy to move there, or you get greasy while you're there? Yeah, I think it comes with the cuisine, right? You start eating and just kind of seeps through your pores. Mm, you start sweating that oil. <laughs> you become the greasy Italian. Uh, yeah, that's what it. it's all about. Uh, yeah. So the the people on the right and the conservatives uh, around the country are now on a crusade, folks. That's the truth. And according to people like, and I'm warning you now, believe it or not, <laughs> get your glass of water ready, folks. But according, oh, man. <laughs> you're hitting all the tops. Today. That's right. I'm going right in. Uh, <clears throat> according to the left, the Republicans around the country currently are s- passing and sweeping through agendas that are draconian, authorita- authoritarian, and uh, God, these words have lost me. Anti. No, it's so hard for me to destroyed all these words. <laughs> you have to see how she phrases on her show, but. Or the titles, but uh, draconian, authoritarian, uh, <laughs> anti uh, BLT sandwich community. Uh, we got to do it. Let's everybody stay hydrated. Here we go. 
In the United States and Texas, Republican lawmakers have passed a bill banning gender-affirming care for transgender children. It'll also require patients already on transition medications to wean off those treatments. It now heads to the desk of Texas's right-wing Governor Greg Abbott. The Texas State House Wednesday also advanced a bill banning trans college athletes from school sports competitions. Meanwhile, Republicans in Florida stepped up their attacks on transgender rights Wednesday as Governor Ron. You notice we started talking Texas, right? Four seconds. Yeah. We're going right back to DeSantis. DeSantis signed a <laughs> slew of extreme measures into law. They include a ban on transgender people using public restrooms that align with their gender identity and a ban on gender-affirming care for children and most adults with criminal penalties for providers who violate the ban. State courts now have the power to separate trans children from their families if they support transition care. Other legislation bans minors attending events hosted by drag performers and bars transgender and non-binary students and school staff from sharing their preferred pronouns. In other Florida news, publisher Penguin Random House and Pen America are suing the Escambia County School District for banning books on race and LGBTQ issues, citing a violation of the First Amendment. Oh, man, they're going after uh... Florida. Number three ranked school system in the country. <laughs> U.S. News and Business Report. I just, I'm just, I, I'm fascinated by this obsession with DeSantis and how he's running the schools. And by the way, this story, the headline was about Greg Abbott in Texas. We spent four seconds on that, and we go to uh, 75% Ron DeSantis and what he's doing in Florida. We must attack Ron DeSantis because he's running a state where apparently they have the number three ranked school system in America. That's incredible. You're going after this guy because he doesn't want you to have books that teach these kids about being gay and transgender. At least the kids in those schools can read the books. We have the tranny and gay books in our schools in Chicago. Nobody can read them. I believe it's Chicago and Baltimore uh, ranking at the bottom of the barrel in cities that basically they can't read or do math at all. They, they're like 0% math and reading abilities at this point. Um so is that the future you want? Is that where you want to take yeah. your kids and raise them? Chicago, Baltimore? I don't think so. Uh, congratulations. You have all the books you want in the library. Nobody can read them. <laughs> I know. That's right. Nobody can read them. Well, joke's on you, Mike. All these gay books are pop-up books, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Use your imagination, people. <laughs> I just pictured the dick. <laughs> dig deep. Dig real deep on that one. Come on now. I'm not going to paint it for you. I want you all to just sit there and stew in it. You know, just really embrace the pop-up gay book for the kitties. You know? You think it's got those tabs that you pull in and out? So you like definitely have the tabs to pull it in and out. You pictures know move. Yeah, that's right, dude. You know? <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid. Well, you got to make it so the kiddos can read it, man. They'll look at it, dude. They they, they can't read words even at like three, four, five, right? You're in the preschool there, the kindergarten section. You know, the kids are roaming around. You give them the pop-up books for the LGBTQ stuff, (laughs) You know? (laughs) They learn through pictures, man. What are you going to... What are you going to do? How are you going to argue with Ron's, uh, like, Ron has a theory. Like, okay, first teach the kids how to read. 
Check. We've done that. Now we'll worry about what they are reading. Yes. In, in Chicago, they're just like, so we're going to focus 100% on what they're allowed to read. And then if we have time, we'll worry about if, if they can or can't read. <laughs> like, no, there's no bills in, in Illinois and Chicago even focusing on the fact that these kids can't read. But every other day, Lori Lightfoot or Johnson now... They're signing a bill that's going to allow this girl to use that bathroom and this guy to read that book. That's funny. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about it, how even here in Colorado, DeSantis, is, he's done all these photo, uh, photo ops and speeches and signing bills where he's, you know, uh, promoting, uh, you know, inclusive, inclusion and all these other things, and... I I feel like I have yet to see him sign a bill where he's like, you know, we're going to get iPads in all the classrooms or uh, we're going to make sure that there's functioning modern up-to-date computers in all the schools in the inner city. Uh, you know, the, you don't, you're never hearing anything like, about that. Uh, there's, yeah. there's nothing there. Uh, we're going to improve the technology. We're going to make sure we're getting swimming pools put in or, you know, we're going to improve the uh, exercise facilities. And there's just like nothing, nothing. You know, oh, I signed this bill today to uh, put funding into the public school systems so that way we can teach automotives in Woodshop again. Yeah, none of that, dude. No, Chicago is constantly like, we, we're going to make this, we're going to make sure CPS schools are a safe place for every child. Yeah. The, but they're getting shot on the playground after school. <laughs> yes, but Jamal was able to go by Kristen dude. while he got shot on the playground. That happened here. We had the shooting in Denver. The young man, he was getting frisked at the door. They found the gun. He pulled it out. He shot the two teachers <laughs> and then went on the run and then killed himself up in the mountains. And the teach, the parents all over the local news crying and screaming, why is there no protection? Why do we have no security? Not realizing they themselves voted and demanded the defunding and the stripping of that security two years ago. Just, like, you defunded the police in this fit of rage and insanity. And now you have uncontrollable violence taking place in your schools and in the inner cities, like Denver, of all places. And you're, you're wondering what has taken place, what is happening, how, how could this be? You let these kids run rampant. There's no structure anymore. Kids need structure. They need guidelines. They need discipline. I, I just don't see... We, we harped on this the other day, too. Yeah, I'm cruising down the road, and I know instinctually how to dodge the football field-length pothole that exists on I-25. <clears throat> I know exactly how to avoid that beast. Uh, still, no one has fixed it. Nobody will fix it. It'll... It'll. I will move from Denver, and that thing will still be there. I promise. Oh, everyone out there, every pothole that is out on the. And here's what kills me about the potholes and everything is no. You're signing these inclusivity bills, but you're signing no bills to, not not even. I just want you to fill the potholes, but shit, that's just you're just filling potholes. Fix the roads, expand them, do something, build some infrastructure, man. There's there's a uh, traffic in places you shouldn't have traffic. Why are you not signing bills? Or pushing money towards fixing things that need to be fixed, or educating the kids. No, you want to include uh, gender-affirming care for kids 
and make sure that women can garden topless. And then you also want to uh, sign bills to make sure we can bury our dead grandparents in our backyard. Uh, but like, yeah, or kill babies. Or, or yeah, we're not. We are. Did you hear about the murder that took place in? Uh, I think it was Houston, uh, somewhere in Texas. I can't remember. <clears throat> a young lady, she flew to Colorado, a uh, an abortion sanctuary state. She had her abortion. She flew back home, and her husband uh, killed her, her boyfriend, that's for having the abortion. And that's tragic, no doubt. But Colorado, congratulations! You're you're a, you're oh, no. a, the mecca where oh. people can come and kill their kids. Oh, I sent you that screenshot yes uh, two days ago. It was yesterday. Two days ago. It took me over an hour and a half to get home. It was a twenty mile trip. Over an hour and a half. So, we're a sanctuary city if you want to get an abortion. You can come here, but you're never going to get to the clinic because of the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to fucking have that baby before you get to the clinic. <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, it's funny they're ragging on DeSantis, signing anti-LGBT-BLT uh, sandwich bills. I get it. It's uh, so detrimental to culture and society. But in the meantime... It also seems like the guy is signing bills, and then he has the number three ranked school system in America. Sounds like he's doing something right. I'm not seeing the same numbers out of Chicago, New York, L.A. I don't really think Denver is there. Maybe I'm wrong. I haven't really investigated. Denver, I feel like, doesn't have one of the best public school systems. Did you see the newest census news? Chicago lost 80,000 people in in the last two years. Damn. Yeah, 80,000 is a lot. Yeah, man. That's quite a bit. And that's how many, that's a net loss. We lost a lot more, and half the people we gained are illegal immigrants. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And most of them are from Ukraine, my man. If I'm not mistaken, they're uh, they're flooding the zone there in Chicago. Uh, I fucking hate those Ukrainians. Well, like, uh, if, one, if one more fucking <laughs> asshole cuts me off and he's got that stupid fucking Ukraine <laughs> symbol on the back of his car, I swear to fucking God. The support for Ukraine, big time dead here where I live in the suburbs of Denver. I was going down the street on my usual path for my jog and... All of the usual suspects, they have removed the Ukraine flag, except for one. And he's a guy I've been paying attention to for quite some time. He uh, always had the American flag and the Canadian flag, which concerned me. And then, uh, but I support Canadians. I, you know, I, I love our neighbors to the north. Uh, but then he had the Ukraine flag. And I was like, okay, I got a lock on this fella. And then I'm cruising past the other day the british flag what yeah like what dude like who flies a british flag man especially in this country that should be illegal in america no offense to the you know our british fans out there i see you uk but uh, i gotta be man. honest we separated for a reason this was a divorce 200 years in the making here this <laughs> face is a little too close to the confederate flag you know <laughs> well that's kind of what at first i was like whoa i gotta i might, have to, move. <laughs> might have to stop and have a beer with this fella talk guns for an hour yeah uh, where did this where did this neighborhood get so cool all right <laughs> 
I didn't know we were patriotic up in this place. Uh, well, there's, well, there's already one up. You know, that means two more. We can say the N-word around here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm observing his flag situation. I'm very kind of astounded with the the Great Britain call, and uh, I was thinking, man, I can't believe he he kicked Ukraine to the curb like that. And I was wrong, but in a funny way, I was still right. Uh, down on the ground near his like in the garden area by some shrubbery, he had put a mini like. Ukraine plaque flag, you know, like a plastic Ukraine thing that like sticks in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so he got rid of the big, you know, illustrious Ukraine flag. He took it down, put up the Britain flag for some reason. He's a British Canadian American guy. I dig it. And uh, and then he he put put the Ukraine flag into the dirt, like into the ground next to the, you know where the weed whacker shoots shit at it. You know what I'm saying? Like uh. That's where Ukraine is now, I think, on people's maps. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah? Hello, Britain, huh? I don't know, man. The shit that they're talking about coming out of there, like when they shot down the hypersonic missile, gotta be bullshit. Everybody, uh... Gotta be Dismissed bullshit. that like as bullshit missiles? Oh, yeah, well, here's my thing, and this is why I'm uh, leaning so hard on the Ukraine flag, now a plastic dealie on the lawn... Uh, instead of the flag flowing in the wind next to America, uh, we've spent so much money on this bullshit. Nobody, I don't think people don't care anymore. I think people are pissed off every time they hear about Ukraine. Yeah, I think they're just sick of it. Well, I think they, I think a lot of people realize they got played. They did get played and everyone's sick of it. And you You know, know you know, everybody is sick of it worldwide because... We didn't do Z's European tour, did we, on the last show? No, is he doing a European tour? President Zelensky is continuing his European tour day, sitting <laughs> with the British Prime Minister after talks with the Pope and the French President this weekend. Senior foreign correspondent Ian Pannell has the latest. Good morning, Ian. Yeah, good morning, George. UK just confirming the delivery of these long-range missiles that Tom was talking about after a weekend of apparently surprise visits for Zelensky ahead of those scheduled meetings in Italy, first with the Pope and then with the Italian Prime Minister. In turn, the Germans sending a plane to bring him to Berlin. Then last night, well, I the French sending Pope a plane had to whisk him to <laughs> dinner with Macron. And then this morning, a surprise visit here in London with... Did you catch that roundup, man? He was in Italy, Germany, France, now the UK... Don't you have a war to fight? No, Mike, he needs money for sleeves. <laughs> I need money. I need money for more trips. I mean the war. Uh, in Ukraine, we run out of cocaine. We need money. <laughs> My nose. No cocaine. <laughs> I just heard, I just heard, uh, I forget what, I think it was Democracy Now. Somebody was talking about it, and they're like, they just approved this $1.2 billion, and then, that comes out to now thirty-five billion that we've That's given them. Ridiculous! And I was like, I was like, thirty-five billion. We've given them way more than thirty-five billion. There's no way it's thirty-five billion. How many? Uh, and, like- then, <laughs> and then, uh, and then they just threw the little, the little caveat of uh, on top of a ninety billion dollar aid package. It's <laughs> really like hundred twenty billion dollars in this fucking war. What do you mean? What do you mean? Wow, man! I, I- we're over a hundred billion. 
I believe possibly we could have fixed some roads, maybe some of the railways with $120 billion. Maybe we could have improved some of the infrastructure in this country on some level. Maybe, I don't know, anything? Anything. Anything. Oh, it's disgusting how much money we have laundered to to this country. if, If you gave that money to Elon, he could alleviate all the traffic in the cities with tunnels. That's right, dude. I don't know about Elon and those tunnels, man. There's something. They're boring under the ground, and they're setting up caves for the breakaway secret society that's going to hide under the earth when the uh, 12,000-year whatever cycle happens and everything gets fried on the surface. I'm telling you right now. Mm. And their major city, their New York City, it's right underneath DIA here in Denver, Colorado. And if you want your proof, take a look at a map. Go on to Google Maps. Just zoom in on DIA. You are not being mistaken or fooled. That is not those. It's not your eyes playing a trick on you. That's a swastika. DIA <laughs> is literally shaped like a swastika. Just think Maybe about it. Think about it. Oh, yeah, it's just a coincidence. All things are coincidences. DIA well, they started Swastika. with a cross, and then they just kept adding wings. <laughs> That's right, as, man. The, as it grew. Yeah, it's a Swastika. They've been, uh, they're currently still building it, uh, working on it, upgrading it, um, adding new features. Uh, it's When you're in DIA and you're funneling through security, I bring this up every time. Uh, if the end, if the world were to end and we needed to immediately funnel hundreds of thousands of people into a place very in like an orderly fashion, DIA is designed to do it very well. Yeah. It, it is like perfectly designed with their trams and the tunnels and the amount of work and the alleged depths to which it descends to, uh, and when you're funneling through it, man, it's just, it's obvious, like, this facility is designed to funnel in the 500 million survivors that will, uh, you know, live underground. 500 million? Yeah, that was what was on the Georgia Guidestones. The Georgia Guidestones, before they were destroyed. 500 million in America. But uh, look it up. The Georgia Guidestones. Ex- they're very specific about the 500 million people needed to live on the earth in order for the earth to be able to continue sustaining itself biologically. Uh, This is part of the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset. Uh, Everybody is gone in their perfect world and their agenda. When it comes down to saving 500 million of the 8 billion that exists, none of us are in that club, people. Not even the plumbers? Not even the plumbers. Uh, no, they you guys got, are going to miss us. No, they'll have nanobot technology and AI. It'll run the whole thing. Uh, you know, it's, uh, we're not needed. We're the sheep. You're going to miss the plumbers. You'll go, you're going to miss the plumber crack, right? Uh, the plumber shows up, <laughs> doing the job. You get to you know laugh about the plumber crack. You'll you'll miss that. Experience. Will the robots have the plumber crack? That I think you could question. build it in there, or you know, to your theory though, when it came to the plumber crack uh, discussion from several episodes ago, uh, <laughs> uh, 
The crack is not mostly due to like the overweight nature of many of the plumbers, but uh, or the you know it, it has a lot to do with the weight of the belt and the tools that they're yes. carrying. It's weighing down that part of the pants, and you are exposing the crack. That's why I mean, I'm thinking about maybe doing the switch to the overalls. I say take it all the way to the next level. Yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> You imagine seeing this fat ass plumber walking in with some yoga pants? Yeah! And the yoga pants on <laughs> Keep the work boots.